You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Obehave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. You know, these days we all could use a reason to smile. You know, we could boost our mood by listening to the happy song by Pharrell Williams over and over and over again. You know, or we could even download a bunch of smiley face emojis on our smartphones. But on our show today, we are fortunate to have a genuine smile maker. He's a golden retriever from the Toronto area. He has the ability to make everyone smile and feel good from the inside out. He doesn't seem to let the fact that he was born without eyes or spent his first two years in a horrendous puppy mill dampen his positive spirit. He's a certified therapy dog with the St. John Ambulance Therapy Dog Program and here to tell the tale of Smiley, the blind therapy dog, is his very talented and compassionate pet parent, Joanne George. Welcome to the show, Joanne. Hi there. Thanks for having me. I was teasing our listeners, making them think that maybe you're in scuba gear, being our first guest <laughs> yeah. that would actually be on the show with a snorkel, but that's not the case. Where in the heck are you right now, Joanne? I'm uh, about three and a half hours north of uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, um, in Halliburton, Ontario, at Kinesis Lake, and it's just a, a beautiful piece of heaven here, and uh, the best signal, I'm out here the tip of the, you know, Rock Island out front, so you will hear the waves crashing in. Bit. It's a little well, that, that, and, and waves can be kind of soothing too as long as they yes, don't have waves, right? And yeah, I understand right. there's also a little visitor you can't get too close to. What's nearby you? I'm sitting on a, a rock island which is inhabited by uh, a couple minks. I saw them and I heard them yesterday and uh, I'm hoping they don't make an appearance during our interview. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think you're <laughs> If you hear a scream, that's what it is. All right. Well, we will definitely dial Minx 911 if that happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll do our best. But, folks, okay. um, we're going to find out a little bit more about Joanne George and her remarkable dog, Smiley, the blind therapy dog. But you know the deal. We've got to pay for this show by taking a commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com 
Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Joanne George. She's a professional dog trainer and a therapy dog evaluator. She operates Training the Canine Way in the greater Toronto area. And she's the doggone lucky pet parent to one possum dog. I'm talking about Smiley, the blind therapy dog. Together, they are literally showering this planet with smiles. You know, you and Smiley have quite a tale to tell, Joanne, so we got to get started. So Mm -hmm. here's what I need to ask you. Take us back about 10 years ago or so when you first found Smiley. He was in a a puppy mill of golden retrievers, and uh, we went there to actually euthanize several dogs. I was a veterinary technician, and we went to euthanize several dogs upon request of the owner of the the kennel. And these were dogs that needed veterinary care and, you know, old uh, breeding stock, things like that. And because here dogs are property, she had that right to, you know, order that being done. And we went there with open minds and kind hearts, and we asked her to please let us take the dogs instead of euthanizing all of them and we she did she allowed us to take them all and we took about 20 dogs that time and those were the ones that she wanted euthanized and smiley was one of them and being golden retrievers every you know we had no problem finding homes for these other dogs even though they had some issues and some health concerns we fixed all that and found them all homes but literally and truthfully nobody would take smiley you know i even sent him out on trial and he was brought back and and everybody just kept saying he would be too tough to train. And, oh, I like camping, and we couldn't take a blind dog camping. And I love to go hiking. Oh, I couldn't have a blind dog. We have another dog who couldn't have a blind dog. Nobody thought that this dog could be a normal dog. And I did a lot of rescue, and I never kept anybody. And, and it was by fault that he was left with me because nobody would take him. And I saw the, you know, the need to prove to people that this dog could be anything, you know, and just like a normal dog. And that's what I did. Sometimes connections happen in the most unexpected ways. And it sounds like that's what happened with you and Smiley. Mm -hmm. And a little bit about not only did Smiley was born without eyes. I understand being in a puppy mill, there's no CGC, Canine Good Citizen, ribbon around Smiley's collar. So what was Smiley's temperament like? And he was what? He was about two years old? Yeah, we'd say one or two. It's hard to tell between a one and a two-year-old. You know, he had never been out of that place. So, you know, he was very scared when he came to my house. You know, everything was different from, you know, the sounds of toilets flushing to phones and, you know, going through the doorways and out in the backyard. They had never, you know, none of these dogs had been out of that situation, out of this barn. And he was obviously very stressed because he he was very, very destructive. He ate through a, a full-size leather couch right down to the pine board, gone. Oh, my gosh. You know, cords and table legs, anything. He would find corners to sit in, and then he would eat whatever was in front of him, whether it be a table leg, a cord from, you know, a lamp underneath there. He would hide behind the TV, and so then it was the TV cords. And so. And then we did find out he was born with no eyes, so these sockets were empty. And so then all of his eyelashes and eyelids turned into the empty sockets which were obviously very uncomfortable for him. We get one eyelash in our eye and it's painful. Well, he had all of his eyelashes, both rows in his eyes. Wow. Um, 
And so then when I got him to a specialist, they said, you know what, we can clear out those eye sockets of his tear ducts and close those eyes up permanently. And once we did that, that made a, a really big difference. He did start to really, I think, come around after that, you know, because he was out of that discomfort and pain, you know, he was able to relax more and we could work on, you know, rehabilitating him. And he really did. And once I realized, you know what, I needed to just treat him like a regular dog, not a blind dog, not a dog that was spent two years in a puppy mill, just a regular dog. Let his instincts take over and let him heal. You know, dogs don't dwell on their past the way we do. If I just let him move on, you know, he was going to be fine. And I realized that, and I realized that he picked up on my energy. So if I was sad for him, he was very sad and thought the world was terrible. So as soon as I changed my attitude and, you know, everybody changed their attitude around him and was happy and said, come on, buddy, let's go. You know, no matter how he was feeling, whether he was scared or not, he went, okay, I guess everything is fine because everybody else is happy. And that uh, really changed my way in thinking of dog training as well, is that they go by instinct and and energy. And as soon as I did that, it rubbed off on him and started becoming the happy boy he is. Well, he earned his name. He stepped into yeah. his name, Smiley, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> he leaves you with a smile on your face always. Anybody you meet, them, it's amazing. I know that Golden's, my beloved Chipper, lived for 14 years and passed away recently, but she was a husky mm-hmm. Golden Retriever and had the grin. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at Smiley, so it's very infectious, isn't it? When yeah. you and Smiley walk into a place to help kids in a therapy setting, just kind of yeah. give me an example of what happens. Share me a story of you and Smiley walking in somewhere with the kids. With children, you know, there's so many lessons that he teaches children. That's what I love, and that's why I'm focusing on children now, especially when we go to a school. You know, I can get to 200 children. And after hearing his story, I'd explain the story of how he came to be and how that he, and everybody says why. They all want to know why he was born this way. And I just say, hey, look at the kids beside you. Look at your friends. You know, everybody's born different. And this is just the way Smiley was born. That's all it is. Look, you're born with blonde hair. You're born with, born with dark hair. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of get that. And then, you know, we talk about, because when I got Smiley, he had scars and wounds on his face and splits in his ears from the other dogs at the puppy mill going after him because he would obviously go towards the smell of food and it was somebody else's and so they would bite him in the face. So we talk about the anti-bullying, you know, one specific lesson is the anti-bullying thing is that just because Smiley was born different, those other dogs picked on him and they bit him in the face and they were mean to him. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what the kids see that, you know, I don't have to make that connection for them about the kid in the next class that maybe was born different that doesn't deserve being made fun of, picked on or pushed around. They see that. I said, is it fair that Smiley, you know, got picked on because this is the way he was born? And I see it in their faces and they get it. And I truly believe if I ever went back, these kids that have met Smiley and heard his story and listened to the way I brought it, put it out there, they're not bullying anybody. You know, I see my son, the way he's grown up with Smiley, who's seven now. I know he's not going to bully anybody. I know he's learned these important lessons from Smiley and people you know, empathize so much with Smiley, much more than they would another person. For some reason, there's some kids and some people that don't have empathy for other people, you know, and that's why they continue to pick on people. But with Smiley, they they get it and they, they take it in very hard that Smiley was picked on. And when they see the scars on his face and this, you know, the wound, like the scars on his ears, I think they will take that away forever. Oh, it's very um, powerful. It is. It's very powerful. And in, in this world right now, you know, what? there's so much going on. And that's with the adults who meet him. That's what they see. You know what? Just They just see good. And you know what? In a world of 
a lot of bad things happening. Smiley's all good and all positive, and it's really like a little miracle dog. And he's gotten so far. We have so many therapy dogs within St. John Ambulance, and they're all amazing. But it just seems that they are giving therapy at the place that they're at, you know, with that one person and that one person. But Smiley's a therapy dog, I say, to the world. Oh, absolutely. Everybody loves their dog, and everybody loves when somebody else loves their dog. But, you know, I look at Smiley, and he is just my dog. I see millions of people that also love him truly as much as I do, and that's so special. You have an amazing being with you. It isn't a dog. It's a spirit. It's an infectious, good mood spirit. And A gift, um, you know, and I was certainly (laughs) gifted him, so... That's why I share him. I always said, he couldn't have been just given to me. Right. He was brought to me for a reason, and that's why I share him so far. Now, he's got quite a little pack. You mentioned your son, Shepard, and and you have your husband, Darren. But he's got a couple of four-legged siblings, right? You want to do a shout-out to uh, Pippi Uh, and Pearl? Well, right now, yeah, we have uh, Pippi. Unfortunately, uh, we did Pearl. We lost Pearl actually two years ago. So maybe there's still pictures floating around, you know, Smiley and Pippi and Pearl. The two Border Collies were my husband when I met him. And I had Smiley, and he had these two Border Collies, and it was like the Brady Bunch coming together. And, you know, it was so... Brady Bunch. Yeah, exactly. It was so amazing that border collies, they are herding animals and they would go out and, you know, pick up the lost and the sick lamb, you know, out in the field, out in England and Scotland. And it's so suiting that I met Darren and he had these border collies because they really did. They took care of Smiley, you know. He would sort of get lost out in the trails. They would zoom down and do a fresh swoop around him and, and then run towards me and create like a fresh scent that Smiley would pick up on. And then he'd bomb ahead, you know, <laughs> following this scent trail. And they always were so good to him, even though border collies can tend to be a little nippy, you know, and very pushy. And all dogs seem to understand something about Smiley, that he is different. And they're very helpful to him. I, I'm a dog trainer, so I have a lot of dogs in and out, and I have dogs with me. And I used to take Smiley on a, many uh, dog training sessions at people's houses for difficult dogs because he had such a wonderful, calm energy that also that would rub off on their dog. Now, you mentioned, I think, looking at your bio, when he was younger, too, and getting all adjusted, there was a partially deaf Great Dane by the name of Tyler mm-hmm. that seemed Tyler, to really yeah. help him. How did that happen? Oh. What, what was the bond between well, I, them? I will tell you that when I when we were taking the, all these dogs home from the puppy mill, there was a couple girls that were involved in this, and we were dividing the dogs up. You take these dogs, you take those dogs. And I and I feel bad that this is how we spoke, but I said, I can't take the blind dog. I said, I have Tyler at home, who's a, you know, 160-pound clown at home. He was so happy and so bouncy and over-the-top excitable. And I just said, I can't bring the blind dog home because Tyler will just scare him to death. You know what I mean? This poor right. thing. You know, I was feeling sorry for Smiley already, and I hadn't even got him home. And... They were all saying, no, you're the dog trainer. You're taking the blind dog. It was an <laughs> argument. And they, you know, there was no even arguing anymore. They left this dog to come home with me. And it was the best thing for him because of that happy, happy energy. How could you not? He was so scared, but it was like, wow, this dog is so happy. How could I be anything but, you know, wow. And Smiley had no idea how giant this dog was. He was a... An albino Great Dane that I had rescued. And my goodness, watching the two of them play, like neighbors used to come out over their fence to watch these two play together. (laughs) Once they really became friends, it was pretty funny to watch because one is a dwarf. They say Smiley, with what he was born with, with his eyes, goes hand in hand with dwarfism, which makes sense. You know, he's very small. People are very surprised when they meet him. 
how small he is. He's under 50 pounds. Okay. And he, he looks big in pictures, but he's, he's just very short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, he's got uh, like corgi legs, I guess, right? Yes, exactly. He's short, crooked legs and, you know, a big head. And anyway, uh, then you've got this giant albino dog, and they're bouncing around, grabbing each other's necks and pulling. And it was really Tyler. I, I leave it to him, too. And he taught me, too, that Tyler didn't feel sorry for Smiley. Tyler didn't act any different towards him. And that's what also picked Smiley up out of his, took him out of his shell and told him everything was okay. I, you know, we'll use the example. If you're in a car wreck, when that paramedic comes to help you and free you, he's very confident. He just tells you he's there and he's going to help you and he's going to get you out. And exactly. you say, okay. But if he came and said, oh gosh, that's a, <laughs> that's a lot of blood. I yeah. have no idea how we're, you know, you would panic. That would yeah. That energy rubs off. That's Tell funny. You you gonna, gave, everything's going to be okay. That's right. Well, I'm actually a, a master instructor in pet first day with my own company. And I oh, tell yeah. people okay. in my class, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to help you become a pet detective. And I'm going to take away the I don't know and the panic with a can-do attitude. Yeah, Your job right. is to get that pet to a veterinarian. But the whole way there, they're reading your energy. You have permission right. to freak out later. But in that that's moment, right. they need you, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah, so that sounds perfect. Now, we're going to have to uh, take a quick commercial break. We're speaking with Joanne George. She is the proud pet parent of Smiley, the blind therapy dog. She also, I want you to dash over to the after the show to her site, which is trainingthecaninewaycom And if you just Google Smiley, the blind therapy dog, you're going to see all his social media reach. He's got a great site on Instagram. He's got a YouTube channel. And, of course, Facebook, real easy, at Smiley the Blind Therapy Dog. And so we're going to learn a little bit more about Smiley and bobbleheads and more. But we need to take this commercial break. So sit and stay. Listen to the gurgling water in Canada as our background (laughs) music. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. They called it elephant skin. It was rough, wrinkly, like a Brillo pad. His hair was falling out in clumps. Petey stopped eating and all his hair fell out. Our golden retriever, Sundance, he scratched incessantly. There was hair all over. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Within two weeks, the shedding slowed down to almost none. The scratching went away after a few days and... Sundance's coat was starting to get shiny and glossy. It's a 180 turnaround. His skin has cleared up. He is not in pain. If your dog has shedding, dry skin, excessive scratching due to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Are you having trouble getting the word out about your new pet product or invention? Let Whitegate PR open the gate to your marketing and public relations efforts. We've been specializing in public relations in the pet industry for over a decade. From press releases to media relations and publicity to pet trade shows and launch events to social media, the pet-friendly team at Whitegate PR has you covered. If you listen to the wise words of Bill Gates, he says, If I had $1 left, I'd spend it on PR. Learn more at WhitegatePR.com. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with Joanne George, and we do need to get a little 411 information on you, Joanne. We do know you're certified as a professional dog trainer and a therapy dog evaluator. You were a veterinary assistant for a number of years. Tell us a little bit about your company, Training the Canine Way. So uh, I get called when a family is struggling with their dog with some kind of behavioral issue. And I go in and, you know, help the whole family deal with the issues and understand their dog. I think usually most of the time, you know, and I'm, I've really gotten away from all the verbal commands. It's not about that. I've realized after many years of teaching classes that people don't really care about formal obedience in the house. They want a dog that doesn't bolt out the front door, that doesn't steal food, that doesn't lunge and attack other dogs out on the street. Right. And just a dog that you can go anywhere with and have anybody over. So we deal with issues like that. And uh, That's a practical yeah. approach, too, because they're part of our, our family. And you know what? You don't want to have an unruly child or, or you're getting yeah. embarrassed going anywhere. So, yeah, my dog. embarrassment, exactly. Yeah. My dog, dog doesn't know how to heal, but my dog knows how to walk nicely next to me. That's right. And, and that's, that's, right. that's better, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let them, and also show them what it means to be a dog. They still have to be a dog. I would say, gosh, all the things that we don't want a dog to do, like digging, barking, <laughs> chewing, you know, wrestling and barking. That's a dog, <laughs> and you want the dog to not do any of that stuff. So, you know, I sort of help people show them how we can still let them be a dog with some manners and a dog that will listen to you. And uh, so I've had great successes with people getting better-mannered dogs. So you got this great dog, Smiley, and he's well-known in the Toronto area and obviously the world. So tell me about these bobbleheads, because I saw them on the Facebook. I think they're thirty nine ninety five with a donation yeah. portion going to your St. John Ambulance Therapy Dog. So tell us a little yeah. bit, because I think that's a, that would be a great gift for people. Well, I'll say that over the years, everybody's been saying, oh, please, will you do like a something? They want a piece of Smiley, you know, a, a Smiley stuffed animal. That's what everybody was typically asking me to do and I'd never done anything I'd never done anything it seemed odd to merchandise you know my dog <laughs> here's some but here's some golden really, retriever hair <laughs> yeah I'll make a little yeah put googly eyes on it and yeah. but anyway yeah. I just I just started thinking and most of the people are adults that's kind of strange for adults to want a stuffed animal but they wanted something and that's all people knew but then I realized this bobblehead craze that all the baseball players put out their bobbleheads and people love them. You know, and businessmen are able to put their bobbleheads up on their desk at your, their executive office and they proudly display their bobbleheads and they're not embarrassed. But if a grown adult had a stuffed animal, it wouldn't be up on the shelf in the living room. Right. So, you know what, I just, I uh, saw these bobbleheads and I thought, wouldn't that be fun to do? And you know what, because like I said, people are been asking me for something of Smiley and you really, I even smile when I look at this bobblehead. You know, I absolutely love it. it. You've done such a great job with it. It looks just like Smiley. It's got that signature smile of his and just everything. How do we get our paws on this bobblehead? What's um, the best advice you could give uh, our now, listeners? Now you can order them. I placed the first order, but it's uh, proved... A lot of work for me. So anyway, the any other orders go through Andrew at BobbleWorld.ca. Andrew at BobbleWorld.ca. And you place your order and then he'll uh, ship them out to you. 
All right. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. And so I know, uh, how old is Smiley now? He's either 13 or 14, depending if he was one or two. Yeah. And then but he's doing, comes- he's so healthy. We do blood work every couple of months and checkups and, and he's so healthy. Like I really believe he's going to be one of these dogs that live to like a real crazy age, you know, cause he's just, I think it's all the love that he gets, you know, and, oh, yeah. and I think he, he really knows his purpose and, he gets a St. John Ambulance bandana on. He he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And any advice to others that may have a senior or geriatric dog? Because you're showing again that age is not a barrier to a purpose. Yeah. Just like us, I think it's all diet. Miley's on a, he showed a few years ago, he had a, a bout of pancreatitis. And truly, and pancreatitis is, it's usually related to getting, it's a food-related inflammation, you know, of the pancreas. And anyway, lots of different treats or high-fat food. So he's on a special diet by Royal Canin. Uh, it's a gastrointestinal diet. And actually, this is what we've been talking about recently. Is So he's been on this special diet, which has done him so good. He has no issues anymore. He used to get diarrhea and vomiting, just like so many dogs out there. But you sort of just think that's normal. And then I realized that's not normal to have diarrhea and vomiting a couple times a week. So ever since he's been on this diet, and it's a veterinary diet. so It's a prescription, yeah. It's a prescription diet. And recently we've been talking about this new treat that uh, Royal Canin came out with. There are treats that go with the diet. When we go to um, classrooms and any kind of public event, what does everybody want to do? They want to give Smiley something. I think it's, right. it's really neat. I think because he's given them so much, they want to give him something. So people come up and they'll have bought him treats or they, can I give him a treat? And before it was very sad. I had to go here. You just have to give him this his kibble. And people weren't very happy about yeah. giving him kibble. They're like, kibble isn't sexy, really? Joanne. That's, kibble isn't no. sexy. Sorry. You know, even though Smiley was like, oh, thanks. They were like, but she doesn't want kibble. Finally, they've come out with a treat that goes with their diet that supports that specialized diet. So now when I go places, I have this bag of these gastrointestinal <laughs> treats. And I'm like, give them, you know, because before I'm cringing and like, like oh, oh, no, he can't have that. Oh, no, he can't have that. And I feel like one of those crazy moms, you know, oh, he can't have that. Yeah. But now I'm like, give him a treat, give him a treat. And it doesn't upset him. So it's really been great now. But, but I really think it's all diet. Just like us, they say... You want to live a long time, eat well. That's right. Now, if people want to learn more about the St. John Ambulance Therapy Dog Program, where would they go? I know I, I Googled it and there's a big page, but so Smiley, he's part of that program. What, what's that all about? Right. So St. John Ambulance is an organization that gives a first, it's mainly a first aid. It started as a first aid volunteer organization that would go out and help at different crises. But anyway, they developed this therapy dog program once, you know, they obviously realize the powers and the benefits of dogs because providing first aid also includes providing well-being to people where people like in a nursing home place or different homes for disabled and intellectual disabilities, the power of dogs when they would go in there and being happy and smiling. And so anyway, they've developed this. So we evaluate teams, which is an owner and their dog, people who want to be involved, and we evaluate them to see if the dog is appropriate. They have to be a very special dog to be able to do this, especially when we're visiting senior citizens and disabled children. We evaluate the teams, and if they go through all the, um, they pass all the tests, then we put them out to places that are looking for a therapy dog, whether it be, like I said, main places that we're doing it is nursing homes, but they're now finding so many new places for therapy dogs, funerals. You know, Smiley and I have been asked to attend funerals 
especially where children are involved, losing a parent, to really help soothe these kids or and the adults. We're involved with our uh, police department at home where a special victims sort of unit where they would call in a, a therapy dog team, especially, again, where children are involved in some type of crime. Right. When they're being questioned, they'll bring in the dog. You hear now all over the news, they've got dogs in the courtrooms. Again, especially when children are testifying, it's very stressful. And when they're patting that dog and holding that dog, they're a lot more comfortable than just sitting up there by themselves. We're just tapping into the the many, many, many gifts that our dogs give us. Absolutely. Yeah, not to mention the service dogs that are out there. They're finding service dogs for diabetes, for the seizures. They're detecting cancer. And uh, post-traumatic stress. There's a lot of uh, compassion fatigue. So I think, you know, there's been amazing. We're like you talked about at the beginning of the show, the energy of the dog. And I think we're just tapping into that. So before we go, Joanne, and I want you to give a gentle hug to Smiley for me and my Mm -hmm. dog Kona and Cleo and my cool cat Casey, who's a pet first aid cat. Oh, there's a good one. That's orange tabby. Tell us what are a couple things you want people to take home with you from the impact that Smiley has made. And folks, really, check out the bobbleheads. Check out her site. This dog is making and leaving a paw print of good all over this planet. Oh, you make me cry. Um, I would say first, you know, don't disregard a rescue dog, a dog that's had a horrible past. Don't think that you can't do this. They can't. And so rescuing a dog that's had a bad past and also rescuing a dog that was born with a disability or has a disability, they move on. The other thing just for ourselves is that look at dogs, look at Smiley and go, wow, he does not think about his days in the puppy mill. He doesn't let that run his life anymore. He is living today because he's up at the cottage and he's about to go down for a swim and roll and get dirty in the sand. He doesn't dwell on the bad things that's happened to him. He, he moves on. And again, just about compassion and empathy for others. Smiley, even with his life, he gives back. And I always say, we're all able to give back somehow. Okay. My giving back is I was given Smiley. And so this is what we do to give back to the world and to our community and the people, you know, we know. But everybody has something that we can give back and help others. Right now, just be kind to each other. And if we do that, things are going to get better. I think don't judge. Smiley doesn't judge anybody because he can't see them. (laughs) <laughs> everybody. He doesn't judge. He doesn't judge a pit bull. He doesn't judge a albino great dane. You know, he checks them out and sees if they're they're nice, and then right. he goes about. Well, I think you're a very blessed dog on lucky gal to have Smiley in your life, oh, yeah. and uh, and we are too. At this time, we were going to give a shout out to Mark Winter. He's our producer of Pet Life Radio in this show, and uh, he is kind of the wizard of paws, Joanne. That's what we call him, because he magically, oh, wow. quietly works in the background and gets our message like you share today all over the globe. Mm-hmm. I also want to thank you very much for taking your time and not falling into the water while you're doing the show. <laughs> And not getting attacked. Not been attacked by minx. Minx, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and folks, again, her name is Joanne George, and it's trainingthecaninewayway.com is her site. But Google Smiley, the blind therapy dog. Join the Facebook fans and Instagram. And there's a YouTube channel. There's Twitter. E I E I O. This dog gets around. <laughs> when you need it's a smile. All positive and all yeah. positive. Yeah. When you need to smile, check out Smiley. And so, until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore. Delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! 
coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.